0: Now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my dad. Come in, baby.
1: Mirror, love. Do it, baby.
2: episode 71 of the awakened soul and after my uh passionate rant in last week's episode we're getting back focused around here in the awakened soul so we're getting the fluff out which is the name of this episode is get the fluff out we got Shanice and scoop grady returning this week for their respective segments I also have the return of eight track brown now i know i know i know you guys remember eight track brown from the toxic masculinity special but However, um, this week, we actually uh, he wanted to give his thoughts on the Bill Cosby situation. But we actually spin off into a discussion about politics, uh, blindly voting uh, Democrat for a lot of black people. Uh HRX actually says a very personal uh, story to him that I'm not going to mention here because I really think it's powerful. And I want you guys to um, really be engulfed in the, in the conversation there. So I'm not going to. I'm going to tease it too much. Um, but it's a, it's a really good conversation between two men and, uh, we talk about our kids a little bit. So it, it's, it, it's, I I love the conversation. I love where it went. I loved how it turned out. Um, so really looking forward to you guys hearing that. Um, that, that's really it on this show. No stupid idea of the week. That segment may or may not return. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of weighing it, um, how I want to do it. If, if I do continue to do it, um, so as of right now, uh, the stupid idiot of the week has kind of been put on the shelf. If you guys want the stupid idiot of the week to return, let me know. But as of right now, until I can find a different way to present it, it's not really a focus of mine right now. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see how it continues to evolve. You guys know, uh, stuff pops in and out sometimes on the awakened soul. But enough of that. You guys know what we have to get into. We have to get into my dark, crazy and twisted ass mind before we do anything else. So we're going to get into our wonderful intro music on the other side of that. It will be my crazy ass again in the in the mind of hay segment. I'll see you guys there. So we're going to jump right into it. And the first topic that we have for the End of mine and Hayes segment is regarding Harvey Weinstein. Now, it looks like one of the accusations in the case against Harvey Weinstein have been dropped from the case. Um, so currently he still faces has two charges um, of a forced sex act and uh, rape from 2013 and 2006. So we want to make sure that we do mention that he still has. I've seen a lot of reaction as if. All the charges from Harvey Weinstein have been dropped, so they have not people. This is just one of the cases um, or one of the situations in the case. And this one was from um, Lucia Evans, who had accusation of forced oral sex um, against uh, Harvey Weinstein. And this case has been dropped because it looks like some contradictory information came out. They They actually had a. Statement from a friend of Lucy Evans who actually gave a contradictory um, statement uh, in the situation that uh, Lucy had mentioned um, and gave a, a, just a different set of events. There was also an, a draft email that was written by Evans herself uh, that was going towards her husband that gave a completely different account of of the situation than how she laid it out to police um, now. Her lawyers come out and has basically uh, called out the justice system and their processes and, and something like this with, with the fact that her case is being removed from this uh, Weinstein lawyer has said that Lucy Evans flat out lied to the grand jury. But this spins off into another conversation that. I've been having, I've always said when the Bill Cosby thing was going down and, and, um, people were, well, if Bill Cosby's being convicted, then we want Harvey Weinstein, or until Weinstein's convicted, Bill Cosby shouldn't be, which I already have given my thoughts on that. You, you, I, I feel like that's bullshit. Like, you, you can't let anyone go because someone else hasn't been charged, especially when they're working a the case. It's just now the judicial system works. Now, if, with this one case being dropped, um, it does start to raise my eyebrows some. Now, again, I'm not a lawyer, so I can't speak to the legality of, of of the things. But I mean, when you when you look at it from just the information that was presented, if you have contradictory information, it makes her uh, seem as a less than credible witness. Now, I want to make this clear. This is in no way I'm saying that I don't believe Lucy Evans or I don't think the situation happens or I'm personally calling her a liar I'm not. That's not for me to judge. Um, But when you when you think of it from the standpoint of putting a legal case together, when you have thing or things in your case that holes could be poked through, it makes sense as to why the D.A. agreed in this case or didn't fight this specific case being dropped from the charges. Um, So we want to keep, I just, I wanted to mention that I wanted to talk about it because there is some dangerous conversation and rhetoric going around about it. Like I said, the, um, the misunderstanding that this and somehow is Harvey Weinstein's full case being dropped, which it is not. Um, but you know, in, in in doing my research for this, it's, it, it, like I said, it just, it just makes you think, um, now the, the, New York uh, District Attorney's Office is still, and they even said in, in, in a release, they're still going full steam ahead with the, the charges and the accusations that are still part of the case. So it doesn't look like at all as of right now that they plan on letting up on Harvey Weinstein either. Now, the moment that changes, that's going to be the moment where you see Hayes going another rant. It's going to get bad. Um, So we. We want to keep hope. I want to say keep up alive because I don't want to make it seem uh, more crazy than what it is. But we, we we have to monitor. We have to hold people accountable. We have to keep the conversation. We also have to educate ourselves. Like I said, the dangerous rhetoric that goes around, especially in our community. And this is where I always talk about, you know, the social media age, like you see a headline, people run with it. They don't actually read the story. Um, and this is before I had even read the story and I had got tagged in things because, you know, I'm I'm the uh, the guy who's not afraid to talk about any subject. Um and I got tagged things like, Yo, Hayes, you see this, like they're dropping Harvey Weinstein's charges, like and so once I I saw that that I was tagged and I'm like, Oh shit. But I had to go go back, read it, actually do research. So it's not everything being dropped and you know, I just I I wanted to talk about it because I know um that some people do who listen to The Awakened Soul, this is where they get and the thing with that is too, is that You know, I always say, go out, do your research, read it. Don't just take my word for it. Like, this should be the jumping off place, I guess, if you don't already know. But go out and do it and then let's talk about it. uh, Not to quote MGK or anything, but seriously, let's talk about it. Um, Let's keep this conversation going. Let me know how you guys feel about this. Do you think this is just a step one in this whole Harvey Weinstein case kind of breaking apart before our eyes? Doesn't seem that way to me at all, but I know some people are worried about it. We're actually going to... Um, now with the next thing, the last thing on my, on my mind, we're going to actually flip it. And so in my conversation with Eight track, um, we had mentioned how, um, the, the believe the women movement can get kind of dangerous and, and, and in the sense that we have a balance to strike between into going full force into, automatically believing every accusation. This is not the Harvey Weinstein case. Let me make this clear. Not the Harvey Weinstein case. I'm actually talking about a case with Keith Ellison who's um the deputy chairman of the D- uh, Democratic National Committee, but before I get into the details there, um, the we have to strike the balance between the due process of of the of the judicial system as well as automatically believing accusations as they come out. And so to support that I looked at this case against Keith Ellison who um as I said the deputy chairman of the Democratic National Committee and he actually won the party's nomination for the uh, state attorney general after Allegations came out from a former girlfriend, um Karen Monahan, who alleged that Ellison had physically and emotionally abused her. now. Ellison himself has gotten ahead of this. He actually asked the Ethic committee to do a full investigation. He's fully supported that, been fully cooperative and so far, after reviewing over a hundred text messages and Twitter messages, there has been no evidence found outside of a bad relationship being made um and so this is where. We want to to just talk about and get into how this current landscape we're in and this current like place that we're in. While you guys know, I support the Me Too movement. I support any form of of you know getting rapists the fuck up out of here, um, charging them, doing everything that we can. But we do have to stay aware of that there are some. Very few, I believe, I believe like the the proportions to it are very few that use that that current landscape we're in to make, I don't want to say capitalize because that makes it seem even, even darker, but use it to kind of for their own means. And that's where we can get dangerous. And that's where, again, like I said, we have to do our research. We have to refrain from automatically vilifying people. Um, like i said when accusations are made we have to talk about them we need to discuss them we need to have an investigation done but we need to allow that investigation to go through before we automatically label anyone um a rapist or anyone a sexual deviant because accusations came out and keith ellison in this case is is a a black man and um it's 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 We have in our community, as with every community, we kind of have a double standard when it comes to certain things. And I think that we we rush sometimes to judgment or we rush to defenses of of men and women in certain cases um, without really having much of the facts. And so even in this in this example of Keith Ellison, there's actually been an update um, as of I think it was just like a day ago um, where they've asked for uh, Keith Ellison's divorce records to be unsealed. Again, he's still supporting this. Um, he's still completely co- cooperating. It doesn't seem like he really has anything to hide th- yet. Yet, I'm not saying that anything still can't come out. Um, it looks like um, that. What's been on Earth so far is that he actually had a um, a restraining order um, after being harassed from his former wife. So you know, and the thing, all these come, all this stuff comes out, especially when you're dealing with politicians and. I just wanted to mention this on the other side because while like with Harvey Weinstein, uh, there's this, there's this, this rush to get him prosecuted for many reasons and all, all very just due reasons, um, but we have to keep in mind of the Keith Ellisons. We have to keep in mind of the people who get accused and completely do cooperate. And it turns out looking like maybe those accusations were embellished some. So let's just let's just keep that in mind as as we're in the season. We're well not really the season, but we're in a time where people are going to get called out. Rape accusations are getting taken very seriously now. Um, th- they are going after them harder for like it's harder to sweep them under the rug like that, like it was for so many decades. Um, so I wanted to to talk about both of these situations because of kind of the duality in them and the, um, the uh, how one is in one case, it, it looks like one guy was falsely accused so far, so far. And another guy, um, a, a charge was dropped. Um, amongst many other charges so we we just have to to use our platforms as i said before And I, what i try to use mine for is to bring light to both sides of this argument so there you go that has been the end of mine of hey step you guys know what's next and what's after we come out of my mind so we gotta lighten it up some which doesn't it's not always light but Shanice always brings it so we're gonna go ahead and get into the unpopular opinion from Shanice herself from okay so here's the thing and her new podcast okay so listen so definitely check it out um episode two of okay so listen is was amazing um episode one was really good too but episode two for me was just like yeah yeah, i get it um so definitely check out her her other projects um as well as i'm just saying but enough of that let's go ahead and get into the music for the unpopular opinion and you'll be hearing the voice of Shanice shortly thereafter i'll see you guys on the other side
0: So, I will give a slight disclaimer. The following unpopular opinion this week will be full of expletives and sexual verbiage. So, if you are not comfortable with that language, please fast forward. I do not want to offend you. Now, let's get to the shits. This week's unpopular opinion goes out to everyone out there listening who feels within themselves that what they offer to their sexual partners whether they be male or female is somewhat similar to rare gold simply put this goes out to everyone out there male or female who feels like their dick or vagina is made from gold now I understand being confident and thinking like, oh, what I got going. Oh, please don't nobody want to fuck with that. Trust me. I get it. I get in my bag. Sometimes I'll be like, you know what? You did that, bitch. Ain't nobody doing that like you. You got it all. Okay. You have all the power. I get it. But for those people who walk around really thinking that their dicks and pussies are made of gold, you guys have to stop out of all the people. Every single human being that was ever created, mind you, it's only 2018 after Christ. (laughs) Let's, you know, let's think about the people made during that time and before. Out of all the people that were created by God himself, you think that all the vaginas and all the dicks that were made, that you got the golden one? You have to stop. You have to stop. Like, come on now. Like, I get it, the confidence, but... None of you niggas and none of you bitches have golden dick or pussy. Like, just get, just stop. Now, that comes from, you know, typical stroll in the Twitter streets, popping a left on Instagram Avenue. Sometimes you see these things where certain guys and certain women To make it seem like they're the most desirable person and, oh, they would never leave me. Do you know how good my sex is? Oh my God. So I don't know if you guys deal with, with these issues because, uh, my sex is one in a million, actually. Not even one in a million. One in 18 trillion. So. I don't know what kind of issues y'all got. Them type people on social media, this is exactly who I'm directing this to. Again, you don't have golden dick and you don't have golden pussy. At the end of the day, while your sex may be good, I'm not out here trying to taste test it, but it may be good, but I'm pretty sure that it's not the best. So all of you men and women who place your value in your sexual organs, I need you to run this back and listen to it as many times as you need to to understand that what you have while it's good it ain't the only good thing out there i'm partial to oreos but i'm pretty sure if someone bought some fucking chips ahoy in here i'll fuck it up too but you know cookies is cookies
3: Maybe you don't know no. My, spend my life
2: with you. It's not very often that I disagree with Shahnice, but Chips Ahoy are trash. So you can keep those. Like if you come to me with some Chip Ahoy's I'm I'm likely to smack you. Yes. Real talk. A hot, nice, hot, like soft cookie, fire, chips ahoy, even the chewy chips ahoy. Trash as fuck. I don't want it. Keep it away from me. Don't do it. Don't corrupt my soul that way. Don't, don't, I don't, I can't do a subpar cookie. Um, <laughs> but no, real talk. Um, that was the unpopular opinion from Chinese. Uh, usually, like I said, I, I usually like give my thoughts, um, about Chinese's thoughts on the unpopular opinion following it, but I'm not, I'm not touching that. I'm not, not doing it. I think she, I, yeah, she got that. You, you got that. Um, but what I do want to talk to you guys about before we get into, the petty news from the one and only Scoop Grady, we are actually going to talk about your gifts. And so I was in church and the pastor was speaking about our gifts and how we use our gifts. And it got me thinking, Um, especially like coming off my rant last week, it's it's we all have gifts. Um, And I full, I really, really do think mine is this is podcasting. And I would have never thought that before I started getting into it. But I think more importantly, I think that we all need to embrace whatever gift that is that we have. Everyone has one, regardless of how bad you are at something. Everyone has one thing that is their thing that they're great at. And it may not be something you can make money at. It may not be something that's profitable at all, but it's something you're passionate about or hopefully you're passionate about and just do it in that past. You never know who you're helping with that passion. You never know who you may touch by doing what you're gifted at doing. And so. I know I uh, said no stupid idiot of the week. I wanted to replace it with something. I wouldn't say mo. I don't think I'm a motivational guy at all. I'm too much of an asshole for that. But, um... I do want to do want to like support. And, you know, one thing that I do do in this industry is I support every podcaster who I rock with to the utmost. Like if I went down the list and listed all the podcasts I helped in 2018, some shape, form or fashion, it will go on for a while. And I don't say that to brag, but I go to say that there's some amazing people out here that are using their gifts in different ways in the in the podcasting space there are great people in the YouTube, you know Rhonda Mary who's been on my podcast a couple of times who's who does great things with her youtube channel and it's really starting to blow up now. she deserves that she's using her gift and it's not always popular it's not always people in in her YouTube comments congratulating her like no its it's people who come at you and and the thing is, is that you have to be willing to stand true and hold tight to your beliefs and you can't let it waver. And that was part of my rant last week at the end of the show. Um, So, you know, I, like I said, I, if you guys want um <laughs> uh, motivation every day, go listen to the Maddie Mo show, uh, who, who it does like a 15 minute podcast every day of the week. Um, But, you know, I just I just wanted to spend some time doing that, man, and, and mention it. Also, socially unacceptable. Uh my brothers here in Columbus, man. I can't I cannot wait till we link up. There is, and I guess this probably should have been in the end of mine hay segment. There are some very big things in the podcasting space that I'm working on that I can't wait to announce with the Breaks Media. And some who are listening to this podcast may already know, um, but 2019 is going to be a huge year for the Breaks Media as a company, as a media company, a full of a multifaceted media company at that. So be on the lookout for that. Um, Enough of me. Enough of me talking again. You know, you guys get enough of me. We're going to get into the petty news from the one and only Scoop Grady. After that is going to be the discussion with me and a Brown. So I'll see you guys on the other side
1: yo what is going on everybody out there we are back once again with the petty news i am school grady thank you all for listening we got so much to talk about y'all i hope everybody's having a great day everybody's getting that money speaking of money black china must be low on hers because she is trying to get back with rob kardashian black china sat down with daily mail tv for an exclusive interview and opened up about reunited with her ex rob kardashian now, last time we seen Rob Kardashian, he leaked all the Black China photos all over the social media. So we would think that he wouldn't want no part with her, but she did state that her and Rob were in a great place as co parenting, but you never know what the future may hold. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I would hope Rob would not go back to Black China. I'm gonna be honest with all the nonsense she put him through, he would have learned his lesson. Like Ludacris said, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Now, let's just say he do loves Black China. He do want to get back with her. And if he do, that's great. But I'm gonna be honest, if anything was to happen, Rob, you get what's coming to you. You know what she's about, you know what she's trying to do. I feel she's low on money. She's her fame is gone. So she needs some way to get it back up. I mean, let's be honest. Have we heard anything in the news about Black China really? No, we haven't. So she's trying to find any way to get popular once again, to get her name out there every dude she slept with they don't want to be bothered with no more so she can't call on them and it never fails every time you break up with somebody you move on you get your spirit back you're living your life the best way possible that person tries to come back and take all your joy rob do not let this girl take your joy next drake opens up about his beef with pusher t now if you didn't see the video it's all over social media but i can understand where drake is coming from when he said Pusha T went too far talking about his friend, you know, who's having a, a possibly a life-ending situation, you know. But this is rap battling. People gonna go below the belt, you know. But at the same time, Drake did probably the right thing by not responding because he put it into his music. And the best way to beat somebody is if you're a singer, or rapper, or whatever. Let's beat him through sales. Let's beat them as having the best album. And Drake did that. <laughs> Drake album Scorpion is still probably the best album out. I mean, what do y'all think? Please tell me something. But yes, Drake, um, you can't get in your feelings like that. I understand it's your friend. You know, people gonna try to get under your skin no matter what. you light skin. So we are. and people already know they can get under your skin. I think I can get under your skin. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta have a, a cold shoulder in the game. I mean, you should know this right now. This ain't nothing new. You acting like a rookie, Drake. Come on now. Next. Kanye West sits down with President Trump once again. Now, I'm going to be as honest as I possibly can about Kanye West right now. I have very little respect for Kanye only because he went to President Trump and he's doing business with this guy because, you know, he's building a platform to help Chicago get a lot of stuff together. Now, some of the things he's saying, I'm not putting two and two together i feel i understand what he's trying to say but kanye needs somebody to speak for him because kanye is not explaining it the right way black people are taking things offensive um and it's just he looks stupid i mean he stated that when he wears that make america great again hat he feel like superman okay that's your opinion i ain't gonna knock you for that but then you said let's oh let's uh get larry hoover out of jail now i don't know where you're going with this now um <clears throat> I don't know much about Larry Hoover either, but I mean, I read on it, you know, I mean he, he he did a lot of bad things, Kanye, so now you're starting to lose me again, and then, you know, like, and then he goes back to you know let's do stuff for the community and then we don't need to frisk people and then it's like yeah, you all over the place i'm not i'm not understanding you know but and then trump is just sitting there looking like yeah yeah you're right you're right hey don't write none of this bullshit down we're not gonna do it anyway you know but yeah, i don't know if i can trust trump but you know i give him props because he went there and he's trying A lot of people talk about changing he's trying to do it so i can't knock him too much for it you know but kanye i hope you find your way man because i don't know where you going and find you a spokesman too now to the petty question of the week now last week we did uh the question with ab shout out to ab and i asked who should ride in the front with you your mom or your girlfriend and we had so many people comment first of all thank you all for commenting please everybody make sure y'all continue and i'm gonna read off a few and shout out to thick filet i think the girlfriend should offer the front seat and the mother should expect the ass if the mother says no the girlfriend is free to sit in the front seat i don't know thick filet i don't know about that one i mean that's just my girlfriend you know my mother been there since day one so if i do pick my mom's up the girlfriend gonna have to understand and respect that that's my mother you know and she got to get in the back seat that's just how i feel about that at the moment but you know hey next shout out to mercy as she stated it's good to offer Where I'm from, the front seat comes with co-pilot responsibilities, like calling out directions so the back seat is preferred. Elders take the back seat as long as it's not too low for them to get up. That's my two cents. Hey, you know what? Mercy, that's cool. I can see that, you know but if i'm taking my mother somewhere i already know the direction, so it wouldn't be an issue but let's say you know the cops is on her side and she misses you know cuz mom's eyes kind of bad so that would be a job for the girlfriend to watch out for me if i'm speeding but you know i mean it's just for a couple minutes until you drop your mother off somewhere and then you get back in the front but you know i really see that mercy i really i could, i, I could give you that one that's a good one and last shout out to top bs13 It is respectful to offer, but if you're already giving them the front, they'll say rather or not, they prefer the front or back. Usually when I hear my mom say she wants to be chauffeured, it's normally she thought of not having to drive herself, not seating. Okay, I could give you that top BS thirteen. You know, when it, if she if mom's want to be chauffeur, she really don't care. She just want to get there and get back home. So you know that probably be you know mom's gonna get in the back seat. You know, but at the same time, you know you still want to have that respect. But if moms don't care, girlfriend shouldn't care, and I'm damn sure ain't gonna care. So as long as everybody happy, that's all the men be worried about. So yes, thank you all for commenting, and please everybody continue to comment because I'm gonna have more questions. So the question of this week is can you wife a side chick question of the week can you wife a side chick or is her title and is her responsibilities forever will be that side chick and that is all we have for today everybody make sure y'all continue to follow awakened soul and make sure y'all comment on this question y'all thank you all for listening be cool out there
2: Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Awakened Soul, you already know, presented by The Breaks Media. And we have uh, somebody you may remember from the Toxic Masculinity special. He's also appeared on the Pill, pill Dropout episode. Um, Mr. P.W. Hustle himself, y- y- your reputation precedes you, a track Brown. What's going on, man? Yo, what
3: up, man? Uh, you know the deal. Uh, it's been a long week. Um, a lot's been going on,
2: man. A lot. <laughs> Yeah, man, we we were talking a little bit before we uh, before we started recording, but you know that's just going to be something that mo- that nobody else is going to get to hear. But there was definitely some gold dropped. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've I've kind of gotten my thoughts on this, but you know I I always love presenting the counterpoint. And we did this last time we talked about Bill Cosby on the Pill Dropout episode. Um, so I brought you back, man. So. So, so it came down. Bill Cosby being convicted, three to ten years in jail. Um, first of all, what was your reaction when you when you heard the verdict come down? And then we'll get into into breaking down the case itself.
3: Um, my my reaction. I didn't have a reaction when I heard the verdict. Um, I had a reaction when I turned on the TV. I woke up in the afternoon, and this is why I I keep saying to myself, I'm not even gonna go to sleep no more. Because I come home in the morning, I wake up in the afternoon, and there's always some shit that shocks me. Uh, a week never goes by. And the shit that shocked me was just seeing him in that handcuffs. Like, my heart literally dropped, and I was like, holy shit, this is for real. <laughs> and you know how I feel about this whole case. So I was, I was just like, they got this, nigga, yo. They, this is it. Unless, Unless there's an appeal... You know, which really doesn't mean shit. The only way to really blow this thing out the water is to really get the people to see that this whole thing was a fucking farce. And I I have spoken to people who believe that he have, may have done something or they believe all the women. And I say, you know, that's kind of irrelevant in the grand scheme of things when it comes to this trial. And I can easily use my personal feelings and I probably would. Honestly, if it was dealing with another another trial, um, because that's pretty much how it goes. You I mean, I and I mean, like, I had people trying to call me out. Like, I bet you believe Brett Kavanaugh is guilty. I said, well, it's only a possibility because the chick took a lie detector test. That's the only reason why I say that. It, a maybe he is. Um, uh, he didn't offer to take a lie detector test, and in my opinion, and like, oh, she could pass that. She's a doctor, and I'm like, motherfucker, this is not the movies. Nobody's passing these shits. I saw a fucking, I saw a, a link on on a mutual friend of ours page that said, you know, she had a best friend that said she knew how to coach people to pass lie detector tests, and of course. They couldn't say who this best friend was or really confirm if it was actually <laughs> true. So I was just like, yeah, of course, of course, they would print something like this. But uh, the, nevertheless, um, with the whole Cosby thing, man, it, like I said, th- this whole thing was a fucking farce. And this is coming from somebody who originally felt he was guilty and was laughing, laughing his ass off and, you know, saying what my grandma used to say. What's done in the dark is brought to the light. But, you know, it's funny because after I read, you know, the deposition and after I started looking at, you know, the women who, who the media brought to our attention, I was like, OK, something's wrong. And speaking of grandmas, I had a long conversation with mine because in the beginning, like short story, my uncle was the stage manager for Kaufman Astoria Studios where they filmed the Cosby show. So as a child, I kind of grew up on that set. I used to go over there a lot. You know, it was a Cosby show and my uncle worked for the studio. I love to see the Huxtables house on a regular basis. You know, Um, I do know that my grandma had lots of um, one on one alone in the the green dressing room, whatever you want to call it, with Bill Cosby. And I remember I asked my grandma, I said, Grammy, Bill Cosby ain't never tried nothing with you, did he? Because if she would have said yes. I was going to Boston to fuck that nigga up or fuck <laughs> Philadelphia. I was like, I'm whooping this nigga ass. I'll give a shit. And she said, Nope. The only thing he ever did was always talk about his his son because it's after his son died and his family. That's it. Those are the only conversations they've ever had. So, um, I still, I didn't take anything away from him. I said, Well, he never tried that with my Grammy. So who who gives a shit? But you know, like I said, looking at these women and there's more shit that I found out recently that I, I didn't even think about. Uh, Because I didn't know about it, but finding out that, you know, he was um, being, um, what do you call it? He was under surveillance by the FBI Mm -hmm. uh, for his involvement with the civil rights movement. And I think because he, he dissed Nixon or some shit like that. And it made me think, well, you have women who have said this is happening in the 60s and 70s. If this man is under surveillance, and they were watching Martin Luther King as well. Why did they just, did they just let this happen? And they didn't, no one ever brought up anything and never, never said shit. This is like, you know, you would think the FBI would have some files on, on Mr. Cosby and his, uh, sexual exploitations. Um, and that's not some internet rumor. It's a fact that the dude was under surveillance. So, you know, the, the, seeing him in those handcuffs, like I said, it was just, it was heartbreaking. Almost brought a tear to my eye. I was just like, this is really the end. Like, I I, I I wish that I was Batman so I could go investigate this shit and blow it wide open because I was like, yo, this is not cool, me. This is they, they, like, I understand you have people out there who who will parrot the same uh, media shit about, oh, he admitted to drugging women. And whenever I'm hit with that, I say, OK, show me where he admitted to drugging women. They show me the deposition where he's asked if he uh, obtained pills for the purpose of sex. And he said yes. Now, as a fucking reality person, how do you misconstrue that into him admitting to drugging women without their knowledge? There's a big difference. You know, if somebody says, hey, did you have some purple ice marijuana that you would give to women before you have sex? I say, yeah. That doesn't mean I forced it upon them, you know? And... Throughout more research, I found out, you know, Quaaludes were not even being made after the 1970s, after the late 70s. And even if they were, these are fucking big-ass horse pills. I didn't know that. How the fuck is he? You can't sneak that somebody's drink.
2: Wait, hold on. Because that's something that I I wasn't familiar with either. So, Quaaludes are horse pills?
3: They're they're giant fucking horse pills. They're not small. They're big. Big ass horse-type pills, you know, almost uh, almost the size of a not. That's an exaggeration. It say it's the size of a suppository, but it's a big thick pill.
2: Oh, I'm looking at it you now. Know? Like, okay, damn.
3: Now you looking at it now. How do you sneak that into somebody's drink? You can't slip that to somebody unless, you know, you forcing it down their throat or you're telling them it's fucking aspirin, um, and and they take it. Now the 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 deal was that in in those times. That's what these bitches did. These bimbos pop pills to enhance the sex. It's no different than chicks taking Molly, or or um or uh, ecstasy. And then you know you get follow the, the the stupid questions that follow are well, why didn't he take it? Because he don't pop pills. I'm like, that's like asking me, why did I drink the Alizé that she did? Because I don't drink Alizé, but the bitch does. That's why I got it in my house to quote Cat Williams. You know what I'm saying? I don't drink Alizé, but bitches do. <laughs> he doesn't pop fucking pills, but these bimbos did. So he had them ready. um That, to me, is not a crime. And speaking of which, this is something that most people do not look at. He was not immune to prosecution if... He admitted to anything illegal in those depositions. That's why he never went to jail, because he never admitted anything illegal. If he would have admitted to drugging women without their knowledge, which is a crime, he would have got locked up for it. But here's something that I, I found, out and, and people can go to um, BillCosby'sInnocent.com. Yes, it's an actual website, BillCosby'sInnocent.com. You can check out the two depositions. The one deposition that the media keeps showing, if you go online and look for it, they'll show you the one from 2005. There's one from March 28, 2006, a year later, where he was asked if he drug women without their knowledge, and he said no. So all this talk is, is complete horseshit. We know that um, Andrea Constant changed her testimony or changed her story about six different times. And I'm not even sure if you saw the link that I had up where... She says the man gave her three blue pills and, and she asked him and she said, what are those? And he said, they're your friends. And she's oh, all they herbal or whatever. He said, just take them down. And her dumbass took them down. Now, what we do know was these are Benadryl. Now, in his deposition, which wasn't contested, he said he broke. He had two. He broke one in half or, or something to the fact that he broke him in half. A, a half of a, a half, even a full Benadryl three of them even, are not going to leave you limp enough to the point where you can't fight off an old man. An old man who's out of shape. So, for me, these are the things that I try to get people to see. I try to point them to certain videos and it gets to the point where you know how people are on social media when you go back and you argue back and forth, back and forth, and you try to say, hey, well, look at this. But they don't want to look at it. They want to just keep going with their own theory, which is not even their own theory. It's what they're parroting from the media, which... I find funny when I have this conversation with black people who will sit there and say the media is full of shit. But then you start quoting the media uh, as the basis of your argument. And then I then have to follow, find shit from your own media source that says otherwise. And I had when, when someone tried to tell me that the, uh, the picture of the deposition I posted was fake. I posted a YouTube clip and saying, watch this. Because they're going to show you the exact same deposition that I just showed you, and they're going to let you know he did not admit to drugging women, uh, without their knowledge. Nobody wanted, to, he, they didn't want to look at it. They said, I'm not looking at that shit bullshit. And so it, and, and that's, that's basically what becomes of the debate that I always have with people. It's just, it's just a back and forth, and nobody really wants to look at the, look at the information. They just want to go off their own feelings, and then the magic, the magical, the magical, um, question comes comes the the, the 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 what do you call it the desperate the last ditch effort well what if it was your daughter really what if it was my daughter so you're gonna try to use my personal feelings to somehow cloud my judgment and between what's right and what's wrong of course if it was my daughter I'd believe it unless she was a pathological liar but I, I tell you what if you started presenting me with some shit here and my daughter couldn't uh come up with a good uh answer for it I'm like yo what the fuck did you just do Cause you're not making any sense anymore. But that's besides the point. And, and we're in the midst of what's the hashtag? Believe the woman. That's very dangerous. It's very dangerous.
2: And I, and I I will say so. I'm a very big supporter of the Me Too move. I'm I'm a big supporter over over like getting the creeps out of Hollywood and all that. But what I will say is that there are there are some people who now use that to say that it's women almost never lie. And that's that's a dangerous dangerous. Mindset to start getting into because there are men who are victimized and that's something that I am starting to to carry the flag for more so especially like the young boys who are uh, victimized You're by like teachers.
3: You're talking to one right? Oh, me now. too,
2: me too, and that, that's me Let being honest. When I was
3: fucking camp and I didn't say too. shit until I was me twenty-three
2: too. years old. Me too, and that, the thing is too is that it's like and as men as boys we're trained to like oh well older wanted you shut the fuck up and just deal with it and Let let's let's also protect our young men. That's all I'm saying. too. in
3: my case, it wasn't a woman; it was a guy.
2: Oh shit! That's even worse. Like, and that's the thing is that,
3: yeah. Imagine having a father who was always, you know, I guess with the 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 term. It makes no sense to me, but I guess it's the term homophobic slurs. You don't want to tell him that shit. It was two. There was two things I was afraid of. I was afraid of my father not looking at me the same, even though I was eleven. But I still didn't understand. I was just going by what I would hear, you know, and just be afraid to because he would think I was some punk or, you know, excuse the expression, faggot. That's what he would say. Um, The other fear was him or my mother would go out there and try to kill somebody. And then I have no parents. So I kept that shit. You know, as a child, you don't say shit. And so I don't never say, oh, well, you should have said something when it happened, because I know I know how I know what that's like. So I understand how. A woman, be, be, be she a teenager, a child, or an adult, can keep something like that to themselves. That's the one thing I always try to tell people. No, 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 no. You can't really say, well, why didn't you say anything? When, and and I, I can understand sexual harassment. That's different. But sexual assault and or rape, you, can't, you cannot question why a person didn't say anything right then and right there. You just it, – it, it's not fair. And no matter how my opinion on things are, I always try to remain fair. And, you know, I for the women who don't say anything straight up, I hear you. You know, I, I won't get on your case for that. But the whole believe the woman thing, that's got me real pissed at the liberals at this moment because I don't fully understand. And like this actually happened at Comic-Con and I was walking back to the diner. Um, They were having some type of march on 8th Avenue. And they had signs that said, believe the women. It was over Kavanaugh. And I said to them, you know, you guys wasted your fucking time following this rape story. Not to, not to say wasted time as an insult, but you kept your eyes off the real issue, which is this is a man going to the Supreme Court who thinks that cops should have the right to search you without probable cause or warrant. Now, in my opinion, I would think. That that is much worse than a seventeen-year-old attempted uh, uh, attempted rape that happened thirty-five years ago. Yeah, that's important. But being against you know shit like the Fourth Amendment, Fifth Amendment is way more important. Way more important. And this distracted people. This distracted people from the from the real issue.
2: Okay. And here's where we can get into a conversation I've been dying to have with somebody. Um, and I was actually shunned away in like a chat saying that that, that oh if that's not possible to be happening, but While I don't, I'm not talking about Kanye anymore. What do you think about the fact of Trump is embracing Kanye so much because he knows as long as people are focused, black people are focused on fixing Kanye West, they don't pay attention enough to actual politics. Like, and I, I have an issue with the people who are Trump isn't my president, but have nothing to offer to the actual political conversation and can't even tell you who their mayor is. You're paying attention to the wrong shit so do you do you yeah. agree that it's kinda being used as a smoke screen to keep the younger or just some of the black population not focused on what's going on in the political spectrum?
3: I think that you know that's a uh yeah yeah I didn't even say i think yeah that's it's definitely what it is, and the media perpetuates it by continuously you know be it by by just sheer you know journal uh uh, uh, uh you want to call it journalistic uh, um, curiosity just to keep this going to see wh- where it's going or whatever, or just trying to keep up for ratings wise or just, you know, being a part of the establishment, to you know, to distract the people, whether 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 or not any of that is the, is the case. The fact is it is a distraction. No one is really talking about anything other than what's been going on with Kanye. You know, and we ain't gonna really get into that either so, <laughs> uh but you know it yeah it's 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 definitely that and him trying to look good amongst black people, you know, especially uh black people who go along the conservative lines I mean, I watched this uh fucking um c arts t v with that high yellow fucking <laughs> Dumbass who's on there. And I'm like, yo, this nigga can't be serious. Now, I understand how the game is played between the Democrats and conservatives. But it's like I always it's like conversations I have with people. I'm like, yo, you can tell me about the Democrats. I know about the Democrats, but do not leave out the Republicans. You know, when, you know, it's like, oh, the Democrats in slavery. Yeah. Like there was a bunch of Republicans that had no slaves at all like give me a fucking break thank you people say oh all white people didn't own slaves back then
2: yeah oh my god but
3: most of them still would hang your black ass from a fucking tree
2: exactly and the thing is what the
3: fuck do i care and like I, I, i always tell a friend of mine this and i and one time he did it i got real mad i said dude i don't give a fuck if it was democrats or Republican. Do you really think the niggas who was hanging from the trees was sitting there saying to themselves, Goddamn Democrats? Or was they saying God damn crackers? It had nothing to do with political affiliations. I don't give a shit. Black and that, people I care about that.
2: And that's something that I've been I've been really bearing the flag for as well. Like This blind Democratic vote that a lot of black people have or or Democratic loyalty, again, without doing the actual research into what the politicians platform is or their agenda is. And if you when you vote blindly Democrat and then you wind up why you're still fucked up when that Democratic uh a politician that gets elected because you didn't pay attention. Like stop being associated just with parties. Like once we get rid of political parties or the, or the attachment to certain political parties and just pay attention to what the platform is. I think a lot of people will be more well-informed, but this shit is just, it's, it's getting out of hand and people just don't want to wake up.
3: I, uh, you, you absolutely hit the nail right on the head with that. You know, people pay too much attention to the, 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 Blue and red. And I always like to quote Chuck D from the song by the time I get to Arizona. And that is neither party is mine, not the jackass or the elephant, you know, and I, I always try to make that clear. Now, there are a lot of times where I, I I tend to side with liberals on certain things because there are certain things that just quite frankly, in, in my opinion, just make sense. You know, I think social uh, not socialism Oh yeah, yeah. Socialized medicine, socialized fucking uh, education, universal healthcare, universal education. Those are the two things that make sense to me. There's yeah, in this society, that should be happening. And I remember when, and, and this, and this goes to show you how fucked up people can be when they don't realize how ignorant they're being. Um. When people found out that LeBron's school, like 75% of it was getting paid for by the tax Oh my rate. God, exactly. And they lost their mind. And I made posts like, oh my God, tax money is going to a school? <gasps> <gasps> what about the Space Force? <laughs> we were supposed to have a Space Force and now we, we're going to spend those money on some damn children. It's an investment in the education of our kids. That's all it is.
2: Yeah, that And, it, and it's, it's a certain amount that... Exactly, and there's a certain amount that LeBron could contribute to the school without it becoming a private school, and he hit that that level. And people weren't aware of that. They saw the number, they ran with it, and they didn't do any type of research before they started running with it. And I hate it when people do
3: that. It's it's a it's a constant. It's a constant thing. I think the biggest problem right now that we have, other than a lack of understanding from people, is um, people will gravitate. To what news outlet fits them best, and I try to watch everything. I try to watch Fox News. I watch CNN. I'll listen to Ben Sh- what Ben Shapiro has to say. I'll listen to Secular Talk. I'll listen. I'll you know. I'll watch what's on the Liberty Hound, and I will make the opinion of of where it's going. You know, it's like um this recent thing with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift recently came out and she was against this re- uh, Republican in Tennessee. And you know, I looked up the 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 woman's voting record. As far as certain policies is concerned, I would be against her too. She voted against some d- domestic violence bill. Uh, she voted against um, something that had to do with school. I would have to go back and look at the look at the the list. I just saw this earlier today, but her voting record wasn't the greatest. And I don't give two shits about Taylor Swift. I hate her music and I hate her. Uh, but. I I I I saw damage control. You know, I saw the when I when I saw what what she said. I said, oh oh boy, baby girl, you you about to get Dixie chicked. Um, they about to tear your country ass to pieces. Absolutely, and they already started. They already started. The Daily Wire put out something that saying that she wasn't even registered to vote, which I don't understand what that fucking has to do with anything. I'm I I, I encourage people don't even fucking vote. i don't fucking vote i I ain't got nothing to fucking i'm not contributing to a goddamn thing in this shit when when people are talking about oh you know they're bombing 13 countries yeah yeah that's your fucking fault you voted for it that's what you wanted that's what you got don't get mad when people would say oh obama's drone strikes didn't you vote for obama yeah well this is your fault (laughs) i blame you (laughs) i don't blame him you put him in office didn't you well that's your fucking fault I had nothing to do with that shit I didn't vote for nobody I voted for somebody who had no fucking chance whatsoever So it, it's, it's become that And it's only gonna get worse It's only gonna get worse I tell you, you know Talk about building a time machine If I go back in time There's gonna be no internet
0: There's, <laughs> there's
3: gonna be no internet, bro it, it really isn't Because this is the most dangerous fucking device Ever fucking created and it has its gifts, and it has its curses. Uh, one of his gifts is nowadays you get to see who people really are. But one of his curses is now, you know, we don't even need to build a time machine. The internet is the time machine. They take shit, and they change it, you know? Uh, all of a sudden now, the first slave on America was black. Like, get the fuck out of my fucking face. Like, how stupid do you think we are? We're not dumb, you know? and And... It's 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 bec- it's become a very dangerous tool and a very uh a very good one in terms of division and getting people to sway their opinions any way you pretty much want. And I can't say that I'm innocent. I'm not saying that, oh, I'm above all that. I took the blue pill or the red pill or whatever pill. It, you know, we're all victims. You know, all of us deep down inside end up having our biases, you know. I got called a racist the other day and I said yeah I, I kind of am I'm sexist I'm homophobic I'm xenophobic I'm a humanist I'm somewhat of a feminist but I'm also a misogynist I'm 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 a shitload of different things I'm not just one thing I I can be one way one day and I can be another way another day it's it's I think being honest with who you are overall is 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 the main goal because at the end of the day, I never lack understanding. I can always try to understand where someone is coming from. I try to, and, and people do not understand that there's a difference between understanding and agreeing. You know, I can understand yeah. a serial killer doesn't mean I agree with him serial killing, but I can kind of understand it. The only reason why I don't do it is because I I feel that I have God to answer for when I die. Fuck jail, I don't give a shit about. It. If I if if let me tell you something. If I found out tomorrow that God really didn't exist, like I couldn't deny it, I will be one homicidal motherfucker <laughs> because I don't have nothing to fucking answer for anymore. I do not care. And I was telling to a friend who's an atheist. He goes, "Why do you believe in God? Because I need something, bro." He's like, I, "You don't need." He's like, "Oh, that's stupid. That's stupid. You know, why do you need something? Because if I didn't, you would probably be dead." He's like, "Well, you don't. You don't need God to know right from wrong." Yeah, I kind of do. Because at the end of the day, right for wrong, isn't that not a point of view? Is it, oh, it's wrong to kill somebody? No, it's not. It seems like everything we have been doing since the beginning of time is killing each other. I can make an argument that it's not wrong. I can make an argument f- for why it's, it's, it's nothing wrong with me taking something from somebody that's not mine, you know? But with belief and with the 100%, um, 100% positivity that I will have to answer for something, answer for everything I did when I die, that's what keeps me from doing bad shit. That's what keeps me from knowing what good is and what bad is. It, and, and I know a lot of people look at us or say, that's stupid. That, that makes no sense. I'm just trying to explain to people that if I don't have a belief in God, if I don't have a, if I don't have a belief that I have to answer for everything I've done in my entire life, then I don't give a shit because I don't have nothing to answer for. If you believe that when you die you just die, why not just do whatever the fuck you want? Who the fuck who do who's to say what's right and what's wrong? Who who makes the rules? Who makes the rules then? Honestly, Who makes the rules? You cannot sit here and try to tell me to obey a constitution that was drafted by a bunch of fucking slave owners. Fuck your freedom of speech. I don't give a shit about your freedom of speech. Your freedom of speech is backed by dudes who did not give a shit about me, who said that I wasn't a human fucking being. They didn't take that out. You just chose not to acknowledge it after a certain amount of decades. That's it. So, I can always use that. If Why... I'm not encouraging this in any way, shape, or form, so I don't want anybody to take my words and say, oh, my God, I can't believe he's saying this. Why can't I kill a cop when they fucking out there killing us every fucking day? It is war out there. I don't give a fuck about people's statistics. I care about what I see. I saw on video two cops manhandling nine-year-old girls, like complete manhandling. And the one thing that pissed me off was the, the men in the video didn't do shit. And for me that's the that's the the gauntlet God throws down right there, and if you do that to my daughter, you are gonna be a dead cop. I don't give a fuck i'm i'm gonna be taken away from my kid, be it by my life or my freedom, but you're not getting away with that shit you you're not, and I will answer to God, you know i'm sorry uh most high i i I couldn't stand there and do nothing. it was no different than Moses seeing one of his people get get fucked up he j- he couldn't just stand there and do nothing, you know, so it's everything. In this in this world, in our society, has to be taken from a certain point of view, and I think people need to understand that for certain people, having something to believe in keeps you pretty fucking centered, you know. And the, the, the this whole thing, like like we you know we go back to this whole believe the women thing, where you know you know how for black people how that worked out. Emmett Till, they believed the woman. Rosewood, they believed the woman. Yes, racism played a part in it, but ultimately they believed the women. Many black men were hung and killed because they believed the women. Towns burnt to the ground because they believed the women. This is a very dangerous uh, precedent that you're that you're setting right now. You're taking away everything from you know giving someone the benefit of the doubt to you know being innocent until being proved guilty.
2: So how do we balance in your mind what? How do we balance protecting our women by also but also Upholding the truth, like finding out the truth and covering the truth. What's the balance? What 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 middle ground do we need to strike to hit both both sides equally?
3: Um, unfortunately, in my opinion, there is none. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. It's the same thing with guns and drugs. This problem was started centuries ago and it's, it's become the nature of the beast. You it, it, it's at the point where you can't tell your daughter, don't do this. Because you have to be careful about this Because then they're saying oh, You're blaming her? You're putting the, 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 all the pressure on her? She shouldn't have to do that And it's like this example I give Of course A rapist uh, Doesn't care what a woman's wearing He's going to rape somebody That's his MO But I tell people If you know If you live on 5th street And you know on 10th street They're raping people Men, women, children—doesn't matter. Ninety-nine point nine percent of the time, someone goes down Tim Street, they get raped. Stay your if ass you Tim Street. Temp... Exactly, exactly. I don't want to hear. Well, I could go anywhere I want because this down the third. You can, but you have to be cautious. You can mar- you can wear a "Make America Great Again" hat, but you better believe there's people out there who don't give a shit. They don't give a shit about rules. Yes, you have every right to sag your pants. But you better believe somebody, some people are going to look at you a certain way. You have every right to do that. And you have every right to choose how to deal with that. But you better be mindful of what's going on. You know you know what I'm saying? There's nothing, <clears throat> there's nothing that anyone can really say to keep someone protected. You know, you can carry a gun. You can walk with faith. You can, you know, have maids, do whatever you can. But ultimately, when it's your time to get got, you're going to get got. And... There really, there really isn't anything you can do. They can, there can, going to be steps you can take. But the steps that you take, they don't help you. They just make you feel better. That's all. That's all it does. It's a, it's a, mental, it's a mental exercise that pr- provides you with comfort. If I, I, if I tell my daughter, dress like a lady, act like a lady, I can say all that. And she can do all that. But that doesn't mean she's going to always be safe. It's just something that comforts me because I say, I know I did my job. Or at least I try to do everything to keep my kids safe, but I know ultimately I can't do that because I can't be around her all the time. And uh, again, that's like you know where the belief comes in. What le- what left What left do I have to keep me centered to not going crazy to 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 where I won't wake up to a phone call saying something happened to your daughter in school? I only have God to calm me down. I don't really have anything else. I can't think of anything else. I can only leave it into the hands of the god at the end of the day i can only do what i you know uh, the 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 faith without works is dead and that's what i try to tell people who say oh when well, the you're, you're faith and I'm like no faith is just not hoping just something happens is no that's not what it means faith you can have faith but you have to put in the work as well you know that that's that's what it says in the bible faith without works is is dead i don't understand what what's so hard about that to understand that's there's no there's no um, hidden meaning there. It is, it's right there. So you, you, you can hope and you can put in effort. But at the end of the day, once your, all your efforts are are are, are ex- exploited, ex- ex- exhausted, then you you have nothing else but hope, but faith. You know, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what atheists call, or uh, whatever they have when they hope something doesn't doesn't go wrong. Hope, I guess. That's it. that's the only thing I can think of. And w- there's really nothing that we can do in this society. To keep ourselves safe. There's just things that we can do to try. True. You know, I like the the only thing I, only other thing I can really think of is mm, having my kid never leave the house. Or me never leaving the house. And we know that's virtually impossible. Bills gotta be paid, food's gotta get bought, weed's gotta be smoked. <laughs> so, you know, it, Amazon it, will it, start
2: delivering that very soon, by the yeah,
3: way. Yeah, I hope so. Well, <laughs> it's just, you know, it's like I said, it is what it is. And I, I I see things clearly every time some crazy shit happens. It it, it opens my eyes even more, and it's it's kind of like the awakened soul, pun intended. <laughs> you know, it. so uh, people can only just do their best that they can. That's, that's the only thing you can do. You know, you it's like you can only talk to your kids, but so but but for so much. After a while, they're on their own.
2: Well, track man, we're going to go ahead and get ready to sign off, man. Any, any words of wisdom or parting words you want to leave the listeners with before we go? go ahead and go?
3: Yeah, for anybody who wants to look up more on the Bill Cosby uh, farce that was this trial, um, you can um, go on YouTube and look up a guy by the name of Drew Story, Drew Story News, D-R-U. Um, it's not some dude who's just posting bullshit and conspiracies. He backs up everything he has to say with facts um, you can go to, uh, that, you you know, you just, just go type in Monique Presley to, 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 to listen to the things that you didn't hear the media say in terms of this thing, because I, I'm not going to lie. I'm on a mission to wake people up about it. this has become my new nine 11 truth. You know, I, there's something off about this whole thing. And I think people need to wake up about it and people need to stop saying, you know, 50 women, 50 women saying something doesn't mean shit without proof. If 50 people say a track brown punched me in the face. Well, if you can't prove that I did it, how do all these people, uh, their accusations fall flat on the floor? So that's why I want to say. You can uh, look me up at uh fire or fancy. That's my Twitter. Dick dastardly, you know. Shout out to the PW Hustle. Shout outs to my man Andrew Bello.
2: Yeah, shout out to uh Billy Ray Valentine as well. We always got to shout out Billy Ray Valentine. I try to as much as I can of because course. what he does over at the Infinite Fringe, and I tell people all the time, even if you don't agree with it, it makes you think. So definitely check it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, check out uh A-Track Brown. You guys know where to find him, you know where to find me. We're gonna go ahead and sign off. Peace. Later. All right, that has been episode 71 of The Awakened. So get the fluff out. Um, you guys know where to find me at CEO Hayes It's at C E O H A I Z E. You can follow the podcast at the awakened soul pod or at awakened soul pod, just depending on what pla- what platform you're looking for us on. Make sure you like subscribe five star review. Listen, I need, we're, we're currently sitting at 41, I believe, uh, five star reviews. Uh, we're, we're doing the push to 100 so I need, I, I, there's a well over enough of you guys to to get us there. Like, um, so we need to get to that 100 mark on the five star review. So definitely do that. Anyone who sends me a screenshot of their review, um, we'll get something special. How about that? We're gonna we're gonna do it like that. Um, nonetheless, though, uh, there was I know at the top I said me and A Track getting into a conversation about our kids, um. But just because of the length, I actually cut it out. I'm going to put it after the outro music. So it's going to be a tag if you guys want to stay and listen to it. Just funny stories about our daughters. Um, if you guys want to hear that. But this has been The Awakened Soul. And we're going to go ahead and sign off and leave you guys with this song. If you guys want to stay after that. You get a little special treat. But we'll see you beautiful people next week. I love each and every one of you. Peace.
0: This has been a presentation of The Break Media. Media.
3: It's like, you know, when I share my views on women, they go, like, you have a daughter. You have a daughter. And I'm like, do you ever hear the conversations that me and my kid have? <laughs> I'm raising a fucking genius or a homicidal killer. And either way, I'm still going to be fucking proud. <laughs> I don't <laughs> give a shit. <laughs> either way, I like, my daughter can grow up to be the world's fucking, as long as she's the best killer. I'm like, that's my kid. I created that. You monster. Goddamn right. Deal with it. <laughs> you nice. know, it's, just, it's the way it. it is the way that it is. So I only can do the best that I can. And my philosophy on women, do I kick it to my daughter? Yes. I had a conversation with my daughter when she asked me why do I say women are losers? And I asked her, I said, Baby girl, let me ask you a question. Does there any boys in your class that you like? And she 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 told me. She told me there's a night there's a boy in her class that she likes. And she was telling me about him. And I said, So let me ask you a question. Is he a good boy? Is he a bad boy? He goes. She goes. Well, he's kind of the, the the class clown. You could say he's the bad boy. And she told me, and I couldn't believe this. She goes, "There's a a, a kid named uh, Jesse who likes me. He's a nerd like me, but he's my friend." I said, "You little bitch! You put Jesse in the friend zone. Yeah. <laughs> you put
2: this asshole.
3: But you, Trek, You didn't Jesse- say that." say that to her, to her face no i'm just, <laughs> I, I'm just saying you put jesse in the friend zone and i said that's why you are a loser that shit right there that's what girls do you take the nice guy you put him to the side and you like the bad boy i said sweetheart you're only nine and you're already doing this shit you're only, you're only nine what the fuck i'm like first of all you know you can't have no boy like, i know i know i know but, you know, she likes him. And that's fine. I, I, I can be confident that my daughter can tell me that and she can be confident that she can tell me that. And, you know, I'm explaining, you know, boys are idiots. And she's explaining to me what the boys do. And I said, you know why boys do that? Because they're idiots. And she comes home and she tells me about the day she had and about what this girl did. I said, why do you think that girl did that? Because she's a loser. Exactly. <laughs> why do you think that boy did that? Because he's an idiot. Exactly. So she's already learning the fundamentals of how girls and boys work. So with any luck, she'll be the she'll be the the first non- loser female. That's what I'm trying to raise, a non- loser female. You should try it, man. I'm telling you, we are gonna get old and we gonna be like, yo, we broke the mold. I I I, I, I girls ain't losers.
2: All I we, know we, we, is my daughter is ready to fight like at all times. She she was in uh, a lock-in at the church. And there Was a boy that was two years older than her, and when I went and picked her up in the morning, she was like, Uh, the, the uh, counselor there was like, Yeah, I had to stop your daughter from, from really beating the boy up. She, like, he, he acted like he was about to push her, but before he could push her, she hit him with a three piece and then walked off. I was like, Yeah, yeah, that's my daughter, that's my daughter. <laughs> that, that is lovely. That, that so, see and,
3: and you know, when I hear that my daughter's been a, being a smart ass. If I get a call, this only happened on two different occasions and because one one kid said to her, he said that black girls are, are dirty and she looked at him and she said, yeah, well, you know what? Puerto Rican boys are faggots. And he started crying. Oh wow and school called me. I go into I go in and I'm like, what happened? They tell me the story and I like this that' and third so I said, so she called him that and he cried and she, they go, yeah, I go so where was she wrong then the, the principal her mother just put her hands over her face like, oh my god and the principal was like, okay, I get it now <laughs> I get because I, I I didn't I didn't say anything. I was like he started it. what the hell do you want from her? she didn't walk up to him and say that he started it why are we sitting in here and he's not he was like well you know we'll talk to his parents too i'm like no 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 it was his parents born in first he said no i'm like well then why the hell were we brought in first you know so like i said when i when i get that call and i i i was proud So as far as i was concerned that was my my daughter's first uh dissing battle and she won <laughs> and she won now what I really do find odd was where she picked that up at because I ain't never
2: said that about no Puerto Ricans. Hey, if she's anything like my daughter, my daughter picks up everything by osmosis. Like you can say something 20 feet away from my daughter and she cannot even be paying attention to your conversation. But if she hears part of it, she's that goes in the pocketbook and she'll pull it out randomly at some point and it'll be like, what the hell just happened?
3: Well my daughter's mom is Dominican, so she could probably heard that from somebody in her family. <laughs> so it's possibly she said that she got it from somebody in her family. But I couldn't have been proud of because she stood up for herself. And this was and 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 we spoke because she was telling me that he was always bothering her. And the problem was she was listening to her mother instead of me. And I said, you know, and I remember when she did come at me with the problem, I didn't I just didn't really Think it was that serious, and I was like, "So you, did so you tried it your mother's way, and then when all else failed, you tried it my way." She said, "Yep," and I said, "How did it make you feel when he started crying?" She said, "I didn't care." I was <laughs> like, "How did you feel they were calling me?" She's like, "I felt scared. I thought you were going to be upset." I'm like, "I'm not upset. I'm very proud. <laughs> I'm very proud." I was like, "Baby, first of all, I didn't see my first obscenity until I was 12. So you already beat me to that." <laughs> I'm like, "You keep that up, you're going to make a great comedian." <laughs> <laughs> but she wants to be a, she wants to be an engineer.
2: So
3: there you go. Comedian is a backup plan. Yeah. <laughs>